Welcome to the show. We are your hosts, Tyler, Garrett, and Craig. We're just a few DGens from upcountry with backgrounds in law enforcement, firefighter, EMS, and military. We love gaming, drinking, and talking about whatever crosses our dark minds. Grab a drink, sit down, and enjoy. This is the Casual AF Podcast. Welcome to the Casual AF Podcast. I am your host, Tyler. And now, instead of Craig, I have Garrett. Craig is busy, but we got Garrett back. Back. Guess who's back? Back, back, back again. This How was guy. Poland? Poland was a blast. We had a absolutely amazing time. Um, beautiful country. Uh, a lot of really cool stuff. The, the city of Krakow was absolutely beautiful. Um, we went to, uh, went and did the, uh, Auschwitz tour, um, and then went down to Zakopan. Didn't find any bears, right? Bears? No, no, okay. no bears. Okay. <laughs> we did go hiking. Uh, we did like a 14 mile hike to like this, uh, I think it's called Mosioko. Um, it's like a, it's like a lake up on top of the mountain and there's a bar at the end of the hike. It's pretty cool. Saw the pictures, beautiful. Yeah, it was a beautiful spot. But yeah, no, Poland, absolutely beautiful country. I don't know what so. it is about mountains, but I see like a beautiful picture of mountains and shit, and I'm like, ha, it's are hard. Yeah, like yeah, I no, don't get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's it's fucking incredible. Just the absolute fucking like beauty of it is, it's I don't know. It's, there's nothing to compare it to. I um. I just had a memory pop up of the waterfalls that we went to in Rutland, Vermont. Oh, and yeah. For, and for the f- longest time, I couldn't remember where the fuck it was until I got the memory. And it told me the location where I took the picture. And I'm like, no shit. And I found yep. it. And I was like, damn, I want to go hike this again and, and go see it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was really cool. There was another like portion of the hike we could have done. But we were already kind of like late by the time we got up to... um the first little water spot like the first lake that was there you okay can hike up further and there's another lake that's up higher oh really um, yeah so we just we didn't have enough time with uh when we got up there because we kind of got started a little bit late and getting parking was kind of a bitch um we so this hike is like all along the slovakian border so like oh, okay. where we parked there was literally a checkpoint like right next to it like we could have walked over to Slovakia and hit like two countries huh. in one trip just like just to say we did but um we didn't do that so we were we were pretty beat by the end of the day um and but it was it was really cool to be able to see like hey there's Slovakia and we're here and just like hike along the mountain line uh yeah. the whole time it was pretty neat how did um just because now talking to someone that's been more in person there how did the at, uh, i don't even know if like atmosphere or just like what was your feelings in auschwitz i don't every time i describe it i say incredible but not incredible in like like a good it's like a it's almost unbelievable um that something like that happened 
Yeah, and it's just it was like this heavy feeling the mm-hmm. entire time. You're like you were like so close to like tears for like so much of it. Like it was it was nuts. The feeling was I've never felt it before. Um the like we so we didn't realize or I didn't realize it was two parts. So there's Auschwitz and there's Auschwitz Birkenau uh Birkenau. Birkenau. Mm-hmm. Um, and Birkenau is where, like, all the, like, when you see the movies of Auschwitz and stuff, that's what you see, is, like, where that big building where the train goes through. Yep, where all the train um, carts came in, where they got, sh- yep. Yeah, so, um, we, so we went, when we were coming into the town, we, the GPS brought us to the parking lot near um, Birkenau. And so we originally walked there first, and then we had to take a bus back over to Auschwitz One, is what they called it, and then Auschwitz Two was Birkenau. Uh, so we took okay. a, a bus over to Auschwitz One, is where like the main um, tour starts. Uh, so we did a tour, a English guided tour, um, just so we like knew what we were learning, and um, they would talk about certain things and go over it and show you different parts. Um, we were glad we did it and kind of bummed we did it too. Like there was, there was some times where we would have stood there and read a lot more stuff, but we were just kind of like, you were on a little bit of a schedule. So they kind of just pushed you through some of the stuff. Oh, gotcha. Um, where we would have liked to have been able to read more stuff. Like we were, we were like always at the back of the pack, um, for the tour, but we all had headsets and, the tour guide had um like a microphone so you, she was speaking through all the headsets yep so no matter as long as you were within range you weren't yeah so like you didn't have to be close enough to hear with everyone else talking so you could be kind of back further and listen to her talk um but we went into so i was just when you start there which is where like the like the um i can't remember what they call it like where you walk in and there's like that um that big that big it, gate the gate yeah yep so the gate and it says i can't remember what the opera med free or something like that it's like uh something freedom um but anyway um so you walk in there and they bring you in show you all the cell like all the blocks which is like all the different buildings that they had so this part was almost like barracks mm-hmm. and i was like i don't i don't i didn't think i ever realized that this was part of auschwitz or this was auschwitz and um so we learned a lot about it so that's where they have like the rooms full of the shoes the rooms yeah. full of the suitcases um there's one you go into and you're not allowed to take pictures i mean for rightful reasons um but you go in and it's a room full of the hair that they cut off like when they when they brought them there and cut their hair off it was just a room full like in glass and just full of hair it was like i walked in and i was like holy shit I was like, this is insane. I mean, it was, you walked around the room and it was just glass cases as big as those ones with the shoes in it. 
full of hair. And I was like, wow, did not expect that. I'm, oh my God, not going to lie. Like you just saying that, because I've seen yeah. the pictures of like the shoes and stuff. Yeah. And now you're saying that with human ha hair. Human hair. Yep. Like all the women's that, hair. and That just gave yeah. me like chills. Yeah. It was, like I said, incredible, but it's not like it's. It's incredible. Like, uh, it's not like. Oh, I don't. Yeah. Like you it's said, incredible it, it's incredible that the human race can do something like that to one group of people, it's... whether it be religion, race, color, or creed. You know what I mean? It's just, it's insane. That's the stuff that you can look at and like, this is the definition of evil. Yeah. It was, it was mind blowing. Um, like to go through that and then so we we walked around to other parts they brought us into one of the blocks that was like where they did all the trials um for like the the jewish trials like the ones that like committed um resilience or uh i think it's resilience is what they called it or resistance the resistance resistance yeah, so if you resisted in any way and, like, their rules for resisting were nuts. Um, and then it had, like, the different cells that there was. There was standing-only cells where you had to, like, they forced them into, like, the bottom. There's, like, this little door and a cinder block thing that was probably three by three room. But you they forced you in a door on the bottom and so you could only stand. That's like it was just big enough so you could stand. You couldn't sit down like you had to stand, and they'd put them in there for days. Um, it was just it was nuts. And then like they showed us like the death wall where they would execute them after right. the trials, and they they reconstructed it. They the old one either fell down or they tore it down, um, and then just put up like a memorial kind of wall instead. Mm -hmm. Um. And then walked around, saw some of the other stuff, saw where they had, like, one of the biggest um, hangings, like, the biggest public uh, mass murder, which they hung, like, I think it was 12, 12 people at once um, in front of, like, the roll call um, area. And then, so we were walking out, and they bring you out, like, a different section of where then where we walked in and you walk out and they're like all right you know now we're gonna um over here this is gas chamber one uh, gas chamber and crematorium one and we're like oh wow i was like i thought you know they destroyed all of them but they kept one and that was that auschwitz one they kept that one there because they used it as a bomb shelter after they stopped using it so once they stopped doing um gassing and crematorium <laughs> there they use it as a bomb shelter um, in case of attacks so they could go in there and hide because it's all concrete and it's underground. Yeah. Um, so she's like, you know, all right, now we're going we're gonna to walk in and we're going to walk you through and through the gas chamber and the crematorium. She said, you know, you can look up and see the holes in the ceiling where they drop the, uh, the gas. And I, I'm going to... Uh, Teflon? No, not Teflon. Something. 
it's a familiar it's a pesticide is what they used something b i can't remember the name of it off the top of my head um something b is what they use as the gas and they would drop the that's where they would drop it into this one so this one wasn't the one with like the shower heads mm-hmm. um this one was just where they would just drop it in manually and then cover the holes um but like walking in there you could see scratch marks on the wall and shit like you you literally walk in and it's like the same path that they would have walked everybody else in um it's like walking into like a cellar hole and it was like the eeriest eeriest feeling you're you're standing where people died yeah thousands and thousands and thousands um so we we went through that um that was a another one of those feelings where you're just like <laughs> like wow yeah like, this is fucking crazy so after we did that um we went back to like the main building where they have like they have like a bookstore and all those um things a little cafe so you can get stuff before you go to the next part of the tour Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when we went to uh, Birkenau, and so we walked into Birkenau, and you walk through like the main gate where like the train would go through, and so basically what they had you do is walk the path that they would have walked to the gas chamber. So they brought us up, um, along like the railroad the tracks where they'd get off the where they'd unload all the train cars and then they'd go through the, like their first selection um and basically if you weren't able to work or couldn't work like if you were too young too old unable um didn't have a skill that you could do that's when most of it was women and children um that they would just be like okay um the men go this way and then we're going to bring you back like all the women back to get cleansed and that's like you're going to take you to the showers and they would march them to the back and it was so there was um crematorium two and three or like uh gas chamber two and three on one on each side of the tracks at the end of the railway and there was a fourth one that was out back in the woods like this place is massive. It's way fucking bigger than I ever 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 would have imagined it being. Mm-hmm. Like where we were standing uh towards the end of the tour, we were on in like the I think it was block 1 area where a lot of the women were kept. Um and those were the original or those were like the original structures, the bricks that they Basically, they tore down all the houses in the village. They evacuated the citizens of the village. And then they tore down all the houses and rebuilt all these buildings using the brick that they tore down the houses and built all these um, barracks, basically, with those. Oh, okay. So you, we were standing there and looking across to the other side, and you couldn't see the fence on the other side. And it was just chimney after chimney after chimney, and just like in rows all the way across the field. It was so, so much bigger than I ever imagined. And then you see the woods, and you're like, oh, it just stops there. And then she's like, no, there's actually 
crematorium four is out in the back with some more more buildings um or where there was more buildings out there near that one too and i was like oh wow it, it keeps going past where you can see it was it was absolutely insane wow um but definitely i'm i'm glad i did it it actually kind of sparked like a little bit of interest in learning more um about the holocaust and about auschwitz and um just the the sheer size and the feeling that you got when you're there is just unmatched i i need to get over there and see it myself i it's yeah it's incredible um like i said it's it sounds like such like a wrong word to use for it but it is absolutely incredible i'm i'm just more of one of those people that i want to go there to see it in person and try to get as close to the feeling as what they dealt with yeah it's like obviously with everything that happened the people there can't reenact that but being there in like like you said going into one of the gas chambers and then just standing there and be like this this was your final place of goodbye yeah or walking through those gates and say like me where i have a wife and child i get split off from my kid and my wife yeah like they go this way, you go this way. You're going to be put to work work for the rest of your fucking life until you die. You have no idea what's going to happen to your wife and your kid. Right. Like Yeah, it it was the it was probably like I said, it was the most intense feeling I've felt. Um for sure. Same thing of like going to the you beaches know. of Normandy. I want to go yeah. to the beaches of Normandy. Oh, yeah. And stand We're, on that beach and be like hell hell was here hell took yeah. place here yeah we were talking about like other places we want to travel um and i was like i i like traveling to places where there's history mm-hmm. and where these things have happened and i would love to go to, this is this is a crazy part on me i would love to try to hit afghanistan or iraq yeah but guess what i'll probably get my head chopped off if i try to get to go there right now right <laughs> yeah that's what i was like so I think in general, being in Poland, walking the streets that the Nazis walked and like the Germans, mm-hmm. the streets that have just seen so much conflict through throughout history. Like Poland has never been in a great spot really until the last, I can't remember how long, last probably 20, 30 years. Right. They've been like themselves, but to be a country that's been in conflict for so long, uh, getting um, close to it with fucking Ukraine. S- yeah, exactly. <laughs> we made, me and Craig go, made a joke, and we're like, so uh, "Garrett's just kind of sneaking off to the front line. He's using Poland yeah. as an excuse." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, just so like Auschwitz obviously was an intense feeling we went um to the jewish district in the jewish ghettos um which is where they the germans originally and the ss originally 
housed all these. That's where they transitioned everyone. All okay. the Jews was to these districts and ghettos and built a wall and just walled them into this one specific area of um, Poland. And it's just outside of, or it's in Krakow. It's on like the south side of the river, um, looking at the map to the south side. Um, and there's the Schindler's Factory, which is like the uh, Schindler's List um, is the movie. Um, it's about uh, this German that made a factory and basically... Hey, Garrett, I'm looking for some good food, a good time, and a good drink. Well, if you're in Hillsborough, New Hampshire, you can stop by Main Street Grill and Bar, which offers a great drink selection and some amazing food by very talented chefs. Main Street Grill and Bar in Hillsborough. Not to be confused with those cucks in Berlin, New Hampshire. The Main Street Bar and Grill. But wait, what if I want to play a few rounds of golf? Main Street Grill and Bar is also located right at Angus Lee Golf Course, where golf is unapologetically fun. Whether it's food, drink, or nine holes of fun, the Main Street Grill and Bar will meet all your entertainment needs. And this is totally legit, and it's not scripted. Not not at at all. all. No. (laughs) The feeling we got after doing it was kind of like one of those he's oh he's such a great guy like you look at it and you're like oh he's such a great guy he helped save all these um all these jews and like basically save their life but at the same time we got this feeling like he wasn't really that great of a guy like he was kind of like what he was doing was almost like basically slave labor but also helpful like it was just weird um getting that different output from it there was that there was that fine line (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) exactly um but so we did that tour and honestly if anyone goes to poland and do that um that go to the schindler's factory do it I wouldn't recommend doing the tour guide, but plan on being there for way longer than you thought you were going to be there. We were like, oh, we'll go there. We were thinking it was going to be like a warehouse. They turned this place into a legitimate museum. Oh, no shit. And had so much more shit there. Like, they had photos and just photo albums. You could look at the photo albums um, throughout the war. It went through, it was the entire timeline of, um, from 1939 uh when the war started all the way through oh no shit that's war. cool so it was like a world war ii museum of krakow and like that area so it was so much more than we expected and it literally took us probably two to three hours longer than we thought it was gonna we're like holy shit <laughs> like everything we saw it was like an hour and a half two hours tops we were there for like four or five hours Oh shit. We were like, wow, that took way longer than we thought. That's somewhere but, I need to go. I, I like yeah, the World War II stuff. Yeah. But I mean, there's just so much stuff. You're just walking around and you're like, the Germans walk these same streets and like there was so much war and conflict in here. Um, but the Jewish, like the Jewish district and the Jewish ghetto, it was incredible to walk through there and just know like how much stuff has gone on. Um, there's part of the wall that's still left. I don't remember what street it was on, but there's, I have a, I got, took a picture of it. Um, but there's part of the ghetto, the wall of the ghetto 
um, still standing in like this one like small part. Oh, really? So you can see the wall that they had built and mm-hmm. to keep the people in. Um, it was it was an absolutely incredible place to go. Um, outside of all like the bad that happened with the Germans and the Nazis and the way they treated the people of Poland and the Jews and like Krakow is an absolutely beautiful city. It's so beautiful. The streets are the cleanest streets I've ever seen anywhere in my entire life. You could walk around that place and not find a wrapper, a gum wrapper on the ground, a piece of gum stuck to the sidewalk, to the streets. It was insane. Hmm. I took a picture at night, and you could see the reflection of the moon off the streets. Oh, that's cool. It was, like, incredible how clean that city was. I would like to go Um, over there just because the... uh, I'm huge into, like, the architect around there, too. Yeah, the architecture is beautiful. Uh, Because... Roughly around the same time, you were in Poland. My mother-in-law and her husband, they went to um, Britain. Mm. And they were, she just like was showing me pictures of the trip and like the churches and everything and all that. Yeah. And like I saw some of the pictures that you posted on Facebook and I'm like, it's just crazy because we look at the buildings that we have around here in the US and then you just look at across the sea and it's completely different yeah it's nuts um and just and just the craftsmanship that comes in uh, that comes out of like oh yeah like it's insane so the basilica in the uh in old town of krakow um the the church it was absolutely it was on the outside was under construction i was kind of bummed so you couldn't see like the outside of it that well like the uh the towers and stuff but the inside was absolutely incredible Mm -hmm. um some of the pictures i posted on facebook there they were beautiful pictures if it's the one i'm thinking of that architecture blew me away yeah yeah it's absolutely insane that's one of my favorite things to do when i travel i just love the architecture of like the churches the basilicas like the architecture in those buildings is insane that one of my favorite things from the dc trip and the thing that really sparked my interest in like architecture and stuff like that was the um gothic cathedral yep yep in dc like that was the like start of being like the architecture of these buildings is absolutely incredible and so, like, when we went to Montreal a few months ago, a couple months ago, um, that was the same thing. We went to the Notre <laughs> Dame up there, and they had, like, a light show inside of it, which was awesome. Um, and would highly recommend if anyone ever goes to Montreal and that's still there. Um, but I just love the architecture of those buildings, the towns, any, just, just walking around um, the place, it was absolutely incredible just seeing all that cool um just european style buildings yeah just seeing how they change from different city different parts of the city like um the the volvo castle um in krakow it was through so many different centuries there's one picture i have and there's like you can tell the different eras that each piece was built in because it was so many 
completely different styles in one picture. There's like five different styles in one picture. Uh-huh. And you're like, what the fuck did they do? <laughs> like, what kind of collage was this that they just slapped a bunch of shit together? But it was just mixing all those things together. It was it was insane. That's cool. Uh, but, yeah, no, the trip overall, it was, it was a blast. It was my first time across the pond, so um, it was cool to see all that. And uh, definitely sparked an interest to do more um like european traveling another benefit to poland super cheap super cheap yeah yeah so like one usd is 23 cents there so like or no sorry so one zloty for one of their dollars is 23 cents american okay yeah i was gonna say i'm like uh... yeah sorry yeah (laughs) i I flipped them around um so like we went out to dinner one time and it was like when we were in Krakow, I think the most expensive dinner we had was like 250 Zlotties or something like that. And I was like, ooh, that's going to be it's gonna be expensive. And then like I looked at my credit card statement, and it was like 50 bucks. And I was like, okay, that's not bad at all. <laughs> that's like a normal, that's like, almost like a that's like dinner a, here. Right, but like the restaurant was super fancy, and it yeah, was like. that's cool, that's cool incredible we're like what the fuck was going on you know that's an so that's another question i have was like food how was it oh food was incredible i wouldn't care if i saw another potato again for a little bit but (laughs) um (laughs) um but the food was great uh they have so many different styles of uh food i'll never be able to eat kielbasa and have it be the same again though um because over there it's like a whole another level it it was fucking incredible over there. Um, so in Krakow, they have like this street market where they have. So Krakow being old town or in the old town area is where like the Basilica is, the old town square, uh, the cloth hall. They have in the, I can't remember what centuries, but they started, they had guilds. So they had the glass guilds, the pottery guilds, uh, the butcher guilds. Um, and so they did that and had like this section where it was like a market. So they had a guy, like a blacksmith there just making different metal art and he'd be doing it right there, like in the town square. Um, and then they had like the, the clothing, the Polish pottery, um, woodworking stuff. They so they had they kind of incorporated all those different things and then they had food so and then they had beer and wine so you could just go over order whatever you wanted for food um, and then go over to the other place and grab a beer or wine or hot mead uh, the hot mead was incredible um, and then but they had like different kibasa they had different chickens and. Like a whole bunch of different foods. Um, nice. I think it's Osiepic is a cheese that they have. It's a sheep cheese. It's made with sheep's milk. And like then they, yeah. And it's like a, it's, it's smoked, I think. And then they grill it. But the cheese, the way they grill it, it doesn't melt. It just makes it like warm and soft, but like a little bit chewy at the same time. It's weird how to, it, like, you can't describe it, but the flavor is fucking incredible. And they had, 
ones you could get it plain. You could get it wrapped in black forest ham, and then you could get it wrapped in black forest ham with like a cherry dipping sauce on the side. And I got it with just the black forest ham wrapped around it, and it was incredible. Um, girlfriend, she got it with the black forest ham wrapped around it and the cherry dipping sauce. And I tried a little bit of it with the cherry, um, the cherry sauce, and it was it was amazing. I was like, wow, I didn't think that was going to go good but with it, but it was really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but pierogies is a big thing over there. It's just like a dumpling. Mm, yep. Um, pierogies. With, yep. They do it with like potato and cheese, yep. um, the different meats. Um, Usually like, but almost everywhere you go, you get like a side yep. and like one of your sides is probably going to be a pierogi. <laughs> Oh, or a, they some do pierogies. We have French fries here, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Um, like when we have kibasa, uh, Kristen always gets like pierogies, like frozen yep. pierogies, and that's what we'll have with them. Yeah, oh, it's so good. And they have these. So I, I, I'm, I'm like curious how like fresh pierogies yeah. over there would be. Like, oh, the difference. There's yeah, a difference. big difference. Yeah. Um. We went to this one place, uh, I think it was actually called Morskiosko, or Morskioko, which is named after that hike or the, like, lake um, thing, lake hike. It was in Krakow, but they had this, um, it was a potato, it was a, like, fried potato pancake, and it was almost like the consistency of pizza dough. Oh, but it was like grilled, like grilled fried, like kind of like how Mingdu does like their fried dumplings. You know how they like okay, pan yep. fry them. Yep. Um, and it was incredible. <laughs> they had like this garlic, um, garlic butter sauce. So you just like put it on there, and it like just melts over it, and oh, oh it was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, then they have like their your fried your fried pork. Uh, pork chops, mm. um, but it was like breaded, breaded fried pork chops. Those are really good. I think our favorite meal, um, other than the last night, our favorite meal, just because it was um, very authentic and like a smaller, like mom and pop kind of restaurant, was actually in... Uh, Ossesweem, which is actually Auschwitz. Um, Ossesweem is the Polish name for the town. The Germans renamed a lot of the towns in mm-hmm. Poland when they uh, when they took over. Um, so that's where they came up with Auschwitz or Auschwitz. But so it's Ossesweem is where I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm probably butchering it now. Um, but that's where we stayed after we did the tour. So they had this potato pancake thing so it was a essentially the same thing but it looked like a big chicken cutlet almost that was fried but it was potato and then they had kielbasa pickles onion and sauerkraut and then another one on top of it with cheese melted over the top of that and it was fucking incredible I was like, this is the greatest thing I've had on this entire trip so far. I mean, we were like four or five. Yeah, (laughs) we were like four or five days in, but it was absolutely incredible. Um, Girlfriend, she got the uh, Zurich 
is the local soup, and it's almost like a vinegar soup. It it tasted like a pickle. It tasted like pickle juice hmm. a little bit, but was um with barley and like some kind of like uh almost like a heavy cream, like a chowder almost. Uh, and it had I think it was kind of like maybe the, the consistency was a little bit lighter than like a heavy cream, so it was like. Why does this sound so good? A little bit more water. I know. It was it was amazing. I like it had I, I love kibasa, pickle, and you said pickle uh, juice hard boiled and a soup, eggs. and I'm like, oh, this sounds delicious. Yeah, it had like a uh, hard boiled eggs, kibasa, um, onions in it. It was it was amazing. Um, she said that was her her favorite new thing that she tried mm-hmm. was that soup. Um, mine was. There was a couple. I tried a lot of new stuff. I stepped outside of my comfort zone when it comes to food quite a bit while I was there, just because I was like, you Got know it. what, I'm gonna try it because it could be different. It could be way better here. Um, same thing with pizza. We went to a pizza place because I was like, everyone does pizza different. Yeah. So there's a chance that their pizza could be different and be amazing, or it could be different and it could suck. Could be shit. Right. Um, I did notice a lot of their tomato sauce with the pizza was a lot thinner and a little bit more watery than like here. So it wasn't, wasn't as dense and thick. Yep. Um, but it was still really good. Like, and just so different, so many different like styles. Like it wasn't your Buffalo chicken or chicken bacon ranch. It was like the one, one of the ones I got was, uh, prosciutto and arugula on it, which was really good. Um, but just different things like that. Uh, everything had a different twist to it. Um, some of the places we went, the burgers looked incredible, but I did not order a burger. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to do it. I was like, I'm going to stick to the plan of getting different things. Um, one of the places we went and got pierogies for a dinner. Um, I got mine and it was in a, uh, it was a, like a duck, um, duck pierogi so it was filled with like a shredded duck and some sauce i can't remember what the sauce was but like that they were kind of in so you could like just basically use it and like dip it in Mm -hmm. um and hers was with like a stew that was incredible um so there's just different things like that like but they were it was all incredible the last story I will tell about the food. We went, so our last night in Krakow, when we came back from um, Zakopan, the mountain town there, which we weren't thrilled with. If anyone goes to Poland and wants to do like the hike that you see on TikTok all the time, do a day trip. Don't spend more than a day there because you'll go out of your mind a little bit. Um, or it's very tourist. Yeah. And basically, I was like, you know what? I don't think I missed the Hopkin and Fair because all the vendors are here. <laughs> um, like, it was just the shitty novelty. Like, there was New York Yankee hats in, like, these places. And really? just, like, shitty, shammy, like, um, just trinkets, basically. But it was every single one was the same. There wasn't one that was different. They all had the same shit. They all had the same magnets. They all had the same shirts. Like, it was just all the same. Yeah. So if there was one thing we learned, it was one day there would have been plenty. Um, but so we went back to Krakow uh, and stayed there. Got a really nice hotel. Um, 
and the hostess at the uh, front desk, we asked her like, Hey, you know, we planned on going cause we were going to go to a Michelin star restaurant. That was like, well, let's go to one of these. Cause we're not going to be able to do one of these and have it be as cheap as it's going to be because it, just the, just because of the uh, currency exchange. Yeah. So we're like, all right, well let's, we found a couple, um, she put in like a request for a couple of reservations from two different ones to see if we got either one. And, but we're, she's like, well, let's, she was really good when we checked in. So my girlfriend's like, let's ask her if she knows of anything. Like she seemed really helpful. Maybe she'll like give us some good pointers as to places to go bars for drinks and just things like that. So we went down and she asked her, she's like, you know, is there, we're, this is where we planned on going. Is there any other places that you recommend that might be better um, and that are just like a little bit more local? And she gave us a couple different options for like bars. Uh, one of them was in like an old uh, synagogue, an old Jewish synagogue. So the architecture inside this bar was absolutely incredible. It was super, super cool. That's cool. Um, uh, the drinks were good. And she gave us a, um, one of the food choices was a Israeli restaurant. Oh, okay. So um, it was Noah is what it was called. And it's basically a sit down and it's all shareable. So they recommend ordering like five different plates and you just, they bring them out as they come and you just share everything. So it's like, um, we got lamb kebabs. We did uh, a veal omelet thing, um, a different hummus, and some other thing. It was like a deconstructed tzatziki is the best way I could describe it, but it wasn't okay. that. It was a little bit different. Um, I can't remember what the name of it was. And there was something else. And we got, like, pita, and it was all fresh homemade pita. Um Everything was like homemade, done there. So the hummus that we got was homemade, and uh, had chick. One of them had chickpeas. One of them had crunchy chickpeas, spicy crunchy chickpeas. <laughs> so, the I don't like hummus, and I've never liked hummus. I've tried a whole bunch of different ones, never liked it. Um, so I was like, you know, I'll try this one because it's probably homemade. It's probably better than the rest of them. Like, <laughs> I'm just gonna just gonna try it just to humor it. So I tried it and I was like, wow, that's actually really good. I like it. Like it, the texture wasn't bad. It was good flavor. And I was like, this is really good stuff. So, and then the chickpeas, the spicy crunchy chickpeas were awesome too. They were like corn nuts almost. Yeah. Um, so I was eating that and I bit down and I felt something just explode. And I was like, what the fuck was that? I was like, I looked at her and she's like, you don't like it? And I was like, mm, no, I do. But my tooth just exploded. And she's like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> I just broke my tooth. Grenaded and, my tooth. Yeah. And it, so I was sitting there feeling around. I felt like a piece, thought it was a piece, but it wasn't. It was part of the chickpea. I kept feeling around and I finally found it and I broke one of the towers off of my fucking wisdom tooth. Like one of the, like the yep. high points of the molar. 
it fucking split that off down the side of my tooth, like from the top down to the bottom. And there was just Ooh. like pieces everywhere. I was like, oh my God. And I was just sitting there. I was like, this is going to hurt. And I was just waiting for the pain to come. I was like, I know what's coming. This is going to hurt. And I'm going to be fucking miserable. I'm glad this is the last night. And I was sitting there and I, nothing was happening. I was like, okay, this is kind of weird. So I drank some water. It was cold, like colder water. Drank some water and kind of just swished it around to see if I had any like sensitivity to cold. Nothing. I tried, uh, I ate something hot. And just kind of put it, like, chewed with it close to that tooth, but not quite near it, because I didn't want to chew on that tooth. Yeah. Anymore than I already had. I feel like I had kind of because worn out the fucking expectancy of that one. Possibly of cracking it open, you just exposed the nerve. Yeah. So, like, I was just being really careful, and there was no heat sensitivity, so I was like, okay, that's good. Like, that's a plus. That means it's not super, like, there's no really exposed nerve endings. So I just focused on eating everything on the right-hand side of my mouth. And, uh, like, we went back to the hotel, and the hotel bar was amazing. And it was in one of the, uh, it was, like, the 14th Chapel or something like that in Krakow. So it was a bar inside of a chapel oh, in cool. this hotel. So the architecture of that place was super cool, too, and the decor, uh, like, the decoration and stuff. Um, really, really cool places. Um, but we went to like the hotel, went back to the room, still didn't feel anything. I, it started to like ache a little bit and I was like, okay, it's really going to hit. So I took an Excedrin and went to bed, woke up the next day and it still didn't hurt. It's like, basically now it's like just a dull, dull ache. It doesn't, mm-hmm. it's not like an irritating one. It's just, it's just there. So. But I was like, yay, fucking end of the trip. And I just exploded my tooth. I'm glad this didn't happen like day one. Right. You know. Miserable the entire fucking time. Yeah, exactly. And then the rest of the the travel home was just nothing but delayed flights. Delayed in Krakow. Missed our connection flight in London. Um, Then had, like, we sat on the, in, or we sat on the plane at the gate for another two hours waiting to leave there past the original leave time mm. so we didn't get back to boston until super late and it was just it was a shit show fuck traveling that's the only part that sucks about it yeah yeah um yeah we we realized british airways kind of sucks um they uh it, there was just so much shit that was wrong mm. Um, their app is fucking terrible. It doesn't communicate with their website. You use the app, it sends you to the website, but then you have to re-log into everything. And I'm like, the app just fucking sent me here. And then at the top of the page it says, oh, download our app. And I'm like, no, because it's going to fucking send me here. Why would I do that? It's just a gateway thing. I was like, what the fuck, you know? And we'd sit there and, like, you'd check into your flight and it'd be like, yeah, here's your seats, blah, blah, blah. And you, you could pick your seat and... Everything would be okay. You'd open the app, go to download your boarding pass, and you're not checked in. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, I am. <laughs> just did. <laughs> like, it was just stupid. So. Don't lie to me. We, then we, Krakow Airport, they have two, uh, three counters open for all the British Airways customers. Three counters. There was some airways that had fucking six, and there was nobody at them. 
I'm like, what the fuck? Like, there was, a, we got in the line and it was so long. We're like, fuck, we're going to miss our flight or it's going to be really close. Yeah. And then it got delayed. So we're like, okay, guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> and, um, Pucker girlfriend, factor. she signed up for she signed up for the alerts, like so she's supposed to be getting alerts saying our flight's delayed. Never got any of the <laughs> alerts. Like, okay, <laughs> you know, we were getting ready to board the plane, and or no, we got to London, and it was like, hey, your flight's delayed. <laughs> she's like, thanks, that was on time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was it was a fucking shit show on the way home. But the overall trip was absolutely amazing. We had a blast. Um, saw what, some really cool stuff. What was the flight time from there back to like Boston or like you know across the sea? So from Boston to London, I think it was six and a half hours. That ain't bad. Uh, no, on the way back though, it's like seven and a half. Like, so from London to Boston, just because you're flying against the wind. Yeah. So it's a little bit longer. But, like, I my flight was delayed out of Boston by, I don't know, half hour, 40 minutes. And we landed in London ahead of my schedule, <clears throat> my original scheduled arrival time. Mm. So mm. I was supposed to get there at, like, 9.05 in the morning. I ended up getting there at, like, 8.55. Um, the only shit part was... Every fucking plane, except for the one from London to Boston, every plane was a fucking get off the plane, take the stairway down to the tarmac, and get on a bus. That's how all of our flights were. Or to oh, really? go onto the next plane was to get on a bus, they'd bring you over to the plane, and then go up the stairway to get on the plane. Like, these airports are so fucking huge, and, like, I guess... Every flight I was on, they didn't give a shit about having a gate, and they just everything was like that. I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "This is fucking insane." So it just added so much more time to boarding the plane or getting off the plane. Like, I, it took an hour. Um, it took an hour to get off my flight and make it to the other terminal. Um, from when I landed in London to go to Krakow. Luckily, we had like an eight-hour layover, so it wasn't a big deal. But mm. um, we were gonna try getting out of the airport, but we just didn't didn't get a chance to do it. So we didn't want to fuck around with customs and miss our flight from London to Krakow. Right. So like, yeah, let's not fuck with that. <laughs> but it was good. It was a lot of fun. I highly recommend Poland as a country that you know um, people travel to. It was a lot of fun. Good drinks. The vodka, holy shit! The vodka. We were... I so that was a, that was another thing I was going to ask yeah. you because I've so like I've read a lot of military stories and some of those guys turn around and say everyone says the Russians know how to make vodka, but those fucking yeah. Poland guys they make so, some good vodka. Yeah, there's a huge um, there's a huge debate between Russia and Poland of who. Um, who created vodka or which country it originated from. Okay. It's a huge debate and you know, we'll never know cause fucking someone's always going to be right. And someone's always going to be wrong. Um, but the vodka in Poland was absolutely incredible. Um, they had a bunch of different kinds, different flavors. Um, 
We went to this one place. It's a vodka bar. That's all they had, like, for tastings was vodka. Um, so you could get flights of just vodka shots. <laughs> that's a, that's what um, my mother-in-law did, but it was whiskey. Yep. It was a whiskey bar. Yeah. So we go in, and it's a flight. Their flights had six glasses, so it was six shots of vodka. So she picked three, I picked three, um, and we kind of tried them. They were a little bit sweeter um, than I would have liked my vodka to be. But they were really good flavored vodkas. So, like, they were all different flavors. Um, and then we got two more after those. Like, we got two more each of, like, either our favorites or if we wanted to try a different one. Mm-hmm. Like, she really liked the uh, salted caramel one. So she got a salted caramel. And then there was a cherry one that she liked a lot. I think cherry is really big in Poland because a lot of their stuff was cherry flavored. Oh, okay. And like a lot of their different, like they had jams and different things like that that were a lot of cherry related stuff. Yeah. Um. So the cherry vodka was one of my favorites too. Uh, it was really good. Um. I tried another one. It was grapefruit, and then they had a cranberry one that I wanted to try because I like cranberry vodka and. So that was really good. Um, but the when we were staying in Zakopan, we got like a um, got a few beers and like a bottle of wine and went back to the hotel room just to hang out. We had like a nice patio. And so we just hung out on the patio and drank. And we finished that and we're like, let's go down to the hotel bar and get like a drink and we'll get a shot of vodka because we're in Poland. Like we should just have a shot of vodka. So we go down and um, the bartender there, he was really cool. I, the first night I went down and like went down, I needed a wine, a wine bottle opener. And then I went back to the room and then I needed to go back down and get a bucket of ice. Cause I forgot to get ice. So I went down to just get a glass of ice and he's like, uh, would you like a, um, um, I was like, bucket. He goes, yeah, bucket. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'd love a bucket of ice. That'd be great. So um, he was he was funny. Uh, he did, like, a really good job um, with his English and, like, trying to, like, help yeah. me understand <laughs> what he was trying to say. And so <laughs> we uh, we went back, and he was the bartender that night, too. And he's like, I was like, yeah, we want to do, uh, he's like, or she wanted to try the plum vodka because I guess that was really big. Uh there too oh okay like every everybody recommended getting the plum vodka so we're like okay let's uh let's try that so i asked him like do you have the plum vodka and he goes yeah he's like um what uh what one would you like would you like the 50 percent or the 75 percent and she looks at me and goes fuck i ain't drinking no 75 percent shit (laughs) give me the 50 i was like i'll take the 75 (laughs) And holy shit. So we bring him back to the room and uh, because we wanted a chaser in case we needed one. And so we cheers and I took my shot and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> it fucking 
burnt all the way down until it found its resting place. It was rough. <laughs> but it was so good. Like, the flavor of the plum was incredible. Like, it was very good flavored vodka. It was great um, flavor, but it burnt. But it was, so this one was, it was clear, clear vodka that was flavored. The rest of the ones we had been trying were flavored, but were, like, different colors. So you knew there was a lot of, like, different sugars or stuff in it. The plum, like, it was vodka with some kind of like they flavored it with actual plums or something it was fucking vodka um so that it was oh this is acid yeah (laughs) but the drinks are really good i learned that i don't know the uh metric system because america um yeah no we went to this uh, uh it was a german beer hall um and we went in, ordered beers, and she's like, "Do you want the half half liter or the liter?" And I was like, "I, was like, well, I want the liter. Yeah, I'll do a liter." And my girlfriend looks at me. She goes, "Um, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll do one of those too." And so we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, we see this girl coming over with these two massive fucking mugs. I was going to say, a liter is... (laughs) That's what they sell their gas by. (laughs) 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 So, it's it's by the liter, not by the gallon. So, once I figured it out, she's walking over with these two massive fucking steins of beer. And I was like, holy shit. And she looks at me and goes, what the fuck did you do? I was like, apparently I don't know the metric system and we should probably learn that before we order anything else. About (laughs) almost 34 ounces. Yeah. (laughs) So like I have the picture and the thing is literally the cup, the, or the mug is the size of my fucking head. I was Holy shit. Uh, and that was after the market uh, where we had drank two beers and hot wine. Ugh. Add one more beer can. That's how much you drank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in one glass. Yep. In one glass. <laughs> yeah. So that was like, that was after the. Because we do pints around here. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, pint 16 ounces. I was like. That's probably what they're trying to say, or like maybe it's like a little bit bigger than that. I was thinking like the Brutus glasses from like Applebee's, like yeah. one of those tall glasses. I remember I saw the picture. Glass. You put it up against your fucking head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, this thing's fucking huge. Um, but yeah, no, the beer was really good. Uh some of the beer was like home beer. Over there, one of the biggest beers uh like on draft. Brooklyn Lager. I was like, what the fuck? Oh. How'd they get that shit over here? Like, it's literally the Brooklyn uh Brooklyn Beer Company or yep. Brooklyn Lager Company, whatever it is. Um I ended up getting that at one place because I'll I'll I was like, I'll take a draft beer or draft lager. And Brooklyn Lager was their draft. I was like, fuck, I wouldn't have even ordered it if I'd known it was gonna be that. <laughs> I was like, I can get that shit back home. Yep. Um But yeah, no, everything was amazing. It was really good. It was a blast. I highly recommend Poland as a country that people visit. It's a beautiful country. Nice people. Super nice people. That's something like I always like. If I were to do that, the only time I've been out of the country is Aruba. So Right. And that was the same thing with me before. 
like Barbados was my yeah. one outside the country and trip. It, um, and where we were, it was, Canada, and where we were, it's super tourist. So it's not, mm. you don't really get to experience it. Yeah. But, but if you went inland in Aruba anyway, you're more than likely going to get kidnapped. So <laughs> like, <laughs> right. uh, just, just yeah. because that was the funny part when like we landed in Aruba, my mother-in-law's husband was like, you go right here for cab pickup. No one else. And I'm like, okay, yeah. good. And he's like, if there's anyone that is trying to get you into their, their taxis or anything, don't you go right to where the taxi pickup is. There's going to yeah. be a, a place outside. I was like, got it. And literally we get there, walk out. And I instantly caught on to like what he was talking about. And Kristen goes like, is it like, I'm like, nope, this way. Like we're going this way. And she's yeah. like, are you sure? I'm like, yep. Follow me. Hold my yeah. hand. Don't <laughs> let go. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we got into the car and we're driving to the, our resort and She's like, this is Aruba. And I'm like, well, this is inland Aruba. And it right. is like, it's a, what was that? It's like almost favelas. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're like, are we posted? This is where we're supposed <laughs> to be vacationing. <laughs> right. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is inland Aruba. We're going to go to more of the tourist side of Aruba yeah. and then once we got to the resort she's like oh this is way different I was like yes yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. I mean that was the same with uh, like Barbados a lot of that area too like there were some areas that were you know rougher and um, not as wealthy mm -hmm. uh, and then you get to the outskirts like where the beaches, the beaches are or anything are, yep. like that was where the money was yep um, you have was all the these same... companies that buy up the property yeah, and it was the same in, uh, like, Poland. Some of the towns we went through, like, you could tell it was, like, a lot rougher and, you know, lower yep. income. And then, you know, you get towards, like, different areas or the outskirts of the city, and it was much nicer properties and uh, yep. nicer houses. I mean, the architecture of the houses out there was fucking cool, too. Oh, like, I bet. There was a lot of houses of, like, I would like to slap that on a piece of land back in, like, back home. Yeah. Like, that'd be a cool house to have. Um. But there was uh there was something else I was gonna say. Um the people. So we tried to like learn a few different phrases to say, um, to use like the local language. And sometimes you get yourself into trouble with that because you say it and then they expect you to know a whole bunch and you're like, Oh, oh they throw a paragraph was... at you. Yeah, and I'm like, that was actually all I knew. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know English? <laughs> they, they throw it back at you and they're like, Yeah, you got me there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good one. Um, so you're so funny. Jenkuya is uh, thank you. So we we were trying to use that like whenever we'd get something, you know, we'd talk in English, but then say like Jenkuya, yep. um, thank you in their language. And you know, it didn't catch on as much. Yeah, it didn't catch on as much in Krakow. But when we were in uh, swim the restaurant we went to, that like mom pop style place, uh, the lady brought our check over and paid it and. Uh, she came over and grabbed it, and I was like, "Jankuya," uh, and she's like, "Hey!" Like it was like really happy that we knew. Like, <laughs> so, and she's like, then like gave us like this phrase back, and I was like, "I don't know what that meant." And she's like, "It means." Um, she's like, "Uh, uh, 
have a good night, good night. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> good night. <laughs> and so, but she was like really excited. Like that was the first like really positive reaction we had gotten to saying thank yep. you. And I was like, yes, score. <laughs> Did it. <laughs> and uh, the uh, the bartenders at the bar at the hotel that we stayed at in uh, Zakopan were the same way. Like said, Shankuya. And he's like, oh, yeah. And then spit off that same phrase again. And I was like. Yeah, he got me again. I don't know what that, that means. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and like he added a bunch of different things to it. And like he tried to like he's like, Do you want me to teach you? And I was like, dude, I think it's probably gonna be a lost cause. <laughs> I was like, I'm never gonna remember by the time I get back to the room. And I've already and after I take this shot of vodka, I think it's probably gonna erase my mind. Yep. <laughs> so um but it was a lot of fun. Those people were just they were very, very nice. The place that they weren't as nice was Zakopan. Um, that was that mountain town. It was a very Alpy, like an Alp town kind of resemblance too. Mm. Um, but they were they were less friendly there. Um, or less. I think they were probably just sick of tourists, to be honest with you. Um, and like some people were really nice, and then some people just like fucking Americans. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but I mean. They weren't rude about it, or they weren't like mean about it. It was just they were a lot shorter with their, yeah, like talking yeah. or like even service at some of the restaurants. They were a lot shorter. Yep, with it. Um, but Krakow, it, the service was amazing. Um, drinks, food, everything was. It was great. It was a great time. That's good. I want to go back to Poland, but I want to go to, uh, Warsaw. And Gdansk is like the uh, it's like a it's closer to it's like a seaport town kind of. Okay. And everyone that we talked to recommended that. Uh Craig actually recommended it too. Um But the we met this couple and it was a uh, we were in that market area eating like just like some of the stuff like the pierogies was one of the things we were eating, and this couple came up and like, can we can we stand here with you? And we're like, yeah, yeah, no problem. And so we're uh, my girlfriend were talking, they were talking, and like she was talking some stuff in uh, Polish, and then he was responding in American, and I was like, that's kind of weird, or like not American English, and but he had like an American accent, mm-hmm. like he didn't have like an English accent or anything. And uh, he goes, Americans? I was like, yeah, how'd you, how'd you, how'd you tell? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. My tattoos on my arms kind of give it away over there. Um, but he, uh, he's like, he's like, oh, he's like, yeah. He's like, I am too. I was like, oh, no kidding. And so we started talking, and they were from uh, Gdansk uh, is where they lived. But he, he ended up, uh, they got married. Uh, she lived in the U.S. with him for a while, and then they moved over there. Um, and they're staying there for a while now, too. Um, oh, that's cool. But they were super nice people. Uh, and, but they're like, you know, you got to go. You got to go to Gdansk. It's absolutely beautiful. And we're like, okay. Like, that's probably on the list. So we, we both decided, like, that's probably, or that is a country that we would go back to and then, go to the northern half because there's a lot of like um holocaust history and stuff in uh warsaw too 
yeah, that we'd like yep. to go to and different different things in that area that we'd like to go and see. Um, just to kind of tie the rest of it together. Um, but yeah, out of everything, I think um, Auschwitz was our our top top of the list of things we were glad we did while we were there. Yeah, it was just absolutely insane and. Um, and that's the thing incredible. like I don't know I think that's maybe some uh, a, like a persona that some people might think is like when you're out in these other countries it's like oh everyone's not gonna really talk to you or whatever but it's like no people are actually really fucking nice if yeah, you just fucking talk are. to them yep um, Aruba we were like we were hanging out at the, the bar the pier the par and um, just a random couple that was right next to us and just start chit-chatting it up like yep. they were actually front on the island and they were just on the beach side and then it's just they're being friendly it's people being normal yeah. and just having conversation not everyone's an asshole like <laughs> right yeah it's i've with the traveling that i've done even within the united states uh i've met some of the coolest people like going yeah. to like hotel bars and um just different restaurants and i've met so many cool people traveling and but like outside of the u.s like it's like a whole nother world too like yeah. everyone is just so friendly um that's super a, nice that's another reason like why they invited us they, they told us so like if you go to Gdansk, like come stay with us and we're like oh okay met you for five minutes but that's cool. that's normal it's like what the <laughs> fuck me you know? i'm like you ain't coming to my fucking house <laughs> right <laughs> yeah it's just it's completely different cultures man yeah it's, it is it's crazy that's why i want to cool i want to get out over into those countries more because just to see the different type of culture yeah it is super cool um just everything about it from cuisine to drinks to culture to every everyday life everyday life the different stores the different you know um just the different different things the history the yeah. the history part of it to me is super cool and that's why i want to travel more now um or want to go to like some of the different places that i want to go to is like has history ties to it cuz i think that's really interesting to kind of go and see those places to kind of tie things together and um, my girlfriend, like, she's a history major, so a lot of her stuff was focused on around um, World War II and the Holocaust. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's why one of the reasons why she wanted to go to Poland was so she could go to Auschwitz to kind of be there and put that piece of the person. puzzle together for all the studies that she's yeah. done and all the studying she's done. And stop um, reading books, stop looking at pictures, and actually see it in person. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's how so. I feel about it is like I can look at pictures I can read into it and everything else all day and like love it but I want to see it in person and actually yeah. be there where this happened yeah I can <clears throat> tell you that none of the movies or none of the pictures that I've ever seen of Birkenau even fucking compare to being in person Yeah, not even close that's, Not even yeah, close. that's like one of my big things why I want to get over there and see it is just to have like that even, experience. Even my pictures that I posted, like they don't do it justice, and you no. can't tell how big it is. Like even when you do wide angle, 
like you do the ultra wide angle lens mm-hmm. or ultra wide angle photos and like it's still is the, pa- fucking... the panorama <laughs> yeah yeah exactly like there's it's insane yep and just the feeling to go with it too so when we showed up there at Birkenau, like when we pulled when we went to the parking lot when we were walking up it was like earlier in the morning and it was like cloudy and foggy and like just dew on all the grass and it was like it it gave me chills and it actually just gave me chills again thinking about it um it that environment like that the way the environment was at that point gave it the eeriest eeriest feeling mm. like it was like a little colder like we were wearing sweatshirts and it was just like foggy you couldn't see so like when we showed up we couldn't see how big it was because you couldn't see the trees you couldn't see to the other side of the field at all yeah because of the fog so it was like it was like that sombering feeling with the attitude of the environment too it was it was crazy right yeah so. no like that's uh like i haven't i still haven't been to ground zero i haven't either i need to go there and yeah, just... We just watched a uh a documentary on uh 9-11 last night and i was like man i was like i still haven't been there i want to yeah. go to the museum i want to go there to stand there and be like yep this is where one of America's worst travesties fucking happened. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just one of those weird people where I want to go to where some crazy stuff in history happened, but it usually came with a lot of bloodshed and yeah, like Normandy. I want to see the beaches. Yeah. That's that's on my list of places that I want to go. To go over sure. to the go over to the cliffs where the Rangers fucking climbed and shit like. Yeah. seeing that and experiencing like just to look at it like i've seen videos and i've seen pictures but like to personally see there and go like these guys climbed up this while ropes were getting thrown off and they were getting shot at at the same time right. like the balls on these guys yep. and the beaches in normandy like the balls yep to run across that beach yeah it's insane yeah like the pictures, like ah, uh, ah, uh, who did it? I don't know who it was, but I saw it like on social media where they took the pictures from World War Two, and they went to those places in present day, and then they photoshopped them together. Oh, I saw that. I don't know who did it. Um... I don't know who did it, but like he did like a bunch of them, and he would he found the picture where it happened and then he would go to that town that road or wherever it was and he would photoshop them in the mesh and it's like that was it's so cool because you're like this is what it is now but what is it 80 90 years ago 80 oh my god 67 uh, a lot of years ago a lot of years ago like it was a complete fucking war zone yeah and that was a thing like just just walking on the streets there was like this these streets have seen so much bloodshed and yeah. so much like walking in the Auschwitz and just looking around be like there be thousands of people here yeah and there was over 
1.1 million people executed. 1.1 million. Like, I was like, I can't even imagine standing in that gas chamber. Yeah. And like how you explained it and, to me and what you saw. Like, I can't imagine standing there and being like, some yeah. dark stuff happened where I'm standing right now. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, uh, so the thing, the part of, um, uh, like the whole experience, the part that got me the most and I teared up more on was so at Birkenau, they have like, it's a rubble where the uh, gas chambers are there because the Germans bombed them when they heard, when they knew the Soviets were getting close. Right. And, so they they bombed them and everything just kind of collapsed in on itself so you can still see the stairway where you walk where they originally walked in um you know they were told to undress and take all their belongings leave them there they'd be able to get them after they went into the cleanse and got out of the shower they'd be able to come and get their stuff and then move on through and they didn't know that they weren't coming out of that yeah um so they would go in thousands at a time and go into these showers and that was it you know um but so then they'd <laughs> remove the bodies and put them right into the crematorium and they'd burn all the bodies there and they had to get rid of the ash so there's two pits next to um gas chamber number two yeah two there's these two pits that are still there and that's where they dumped all the ashes and then once the pits were full they would have the workers dig all the ash out load it into carts and trucks and they would take it to the rivers so Auschwitz is built in between two rivers and they would take it to the rivers and dump the ashes into the river. But those those pits are still there. And, like, you can see them, like, they're clear as day. One of the pictures I have is of those pits, and it's just, like, it's like that was the... Standing there was, like, you know, just made you so emotional. Or that's what made... That's what got me. That That one pit is a fucking graveyard. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was tough. It was, <clears throat> it was tough to it was it was tough emotionally. Yeah. Um, you know, I can't fucking even imagine. No. You know, there's there's no there's no words and no one ever will be able to imagine what they went through. Um other than those that were there, but it's fucking absolutely insane. But yeah, um, or like like the, the pictures of the suitcases and the shoes and stuff. Mm. Like seeing that, that's I was like, and that's not even all of it. That's that's not even close to all. They have storage, like yeah. storage containers full. That's just what they could put in there. Right. They have. They said they have so much more yeah. in that they're still going through, trying to put names to victims to trying to see if they can track. 
you know what happened with those victims like there there's a lot of research still going on there um one of the where we were walking in there was a couple people that were literally on their hands and knees like they were they obviously worked there for some kind of historical um archaeological archaeologist kind of stuff and they were like on their hands and knees so the walkways in between the two fences so they have two sets of fences with like a walk a path in between that the guards must have walked or something um at Auschwitz one and they were like on their hands and knees just sifting through the rocks and just trying to see if they could find anything and like they were picking up things here and there and throwing it in the bucket like just they were just literally going on their hands and knees just trying to find just different things hmm. in the rocks so like it's there it's still a very active like research and um investigation kind of stuff like it's it was it was neat to see that they're still doing so much with it trying to learn more about the history of it um and there's people that turn around and say it never happened I know it's it's un, unbelievable that people I could have so, so much evidence right in front of them yeah. and not be like oh yeah so I never knew about the room with the hair. Yeah, a lot of people don't. Yeah, I never knew about that until you said it. So when you said that, I'm like, like, just fucking yeah. chills. I'm like, it is different when you see shoes, glasses, suitcases and stuff. Like, okay, sh- that's a lot. But then when you see human hair, mm-hmm. it's like... That came off of somebody. Yep. Don't get me wrong. Shoes and everything else do uh, and stuff. But like when you see yeah. the remnants of that person. Yeah. It, ugh. Yeah. It was, I did not expect it. Like we were in one area and they had like some pieces of hair that were cut off and like on this thing, like with some of the other stuff and um, I was like, well, that's kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. And then we walked into the next room and I was like, holy shit. I was like, like, it was like such an eerie and just it hits you in the fucking gut. Yeah. It, I think Craig said it the, like really well. It was like, it's like the most oppressive feeling that you'll ever feel yeah. being there. It's just, there's no way to describe it. Like the weight, there's like a constant weight and just like sadness. Mm -hmm. It's insane. But it, it was really cool. It's a shitty word to use. Interesting. And, like life-changing experience to be able to go there yep. and see that it was uh it was pretty impressive it's it's definitely a thing where you're going there and it's not going to be a happy time yeah like we planned like that's why we stayed um nearby and in town was because we knew at the end of that we weren't going to want to drive back to Krakow and stay there like it was 
that was all we planned for the day. That's all we did. We went back to the hotel and just hung out. Yeah. Relaxed. Um, <coughs> and then just went out to dinner. Like it was, it was a lot. It was a draining, draining day. Oh, I, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, your, your emotions are just at an all time high. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was crazy. Like if you're not feeling Definitely glad we did it though. If you're not feeling something going through there might be something fucked up with you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was, it was nuts. But, but what do we say? That was yeah. Garrett's experience in Poland. Yep. The old Poland, Poland trip. We have our, we have our buddy back little, tag out with Craig. Craig's busy on some stuff right now, so he'll be back at a he'll be back soon, but yeah, we don't know if he's coming back next week or what the deal is. But he's just busy with him stuff with some stuff with his work, you know, that police thing in that small town. Fun, fun. Yep. But we thank you oh so much. Thanks for hanging out and listening all that good stuff. We love you oh so much. Like, follow, subscribe, keep listening. We appreciate it. We see the numbers going up, and we like that. We like seeing the numbers go up. Do it. What he said. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Peace.